0: pretty great slate i would say from an nfl community standpoint not as good as week two really good games and those games are what we're here to talk about welcome back to bach fancy talk episode four i'm your host bach alongside with our former guest speaker back at us again for two weeks in a row beck janky beck janky how are we doing today
1: what's going on good good slate very
0: good slate all right and that's what we're here to talk about um so now we kind of have a foundation i think three weeks is a very reliable amount of time to start reacting truly about players i would not give up if you're 0 three yet right i said this i think earlier in the year that if you're 0 three you cannot give up yet you can't you can't trade your good players don't give up you're still in it if you lost some tough games you know what you got to keep going you got to keep pushing Congratulations to every team except the Raiders. Cause I hate the Raiders. Only team without, only team with an 0-3 record. And are um, gonna be a good talk today. I think we gotta look into that. Um, not that much. I don't have that much of the stats this week that I did last week on target share and snaps, but I got a good amount. So let's dive into it. Thursday night game. Obviously, I'll let I'll let, um, I'll let Beck talk about the Browns.
1: You know, it was it was a pretty good game. Um, David and Joku, he got into the offense like we've never seen a tight end before. On a Cleveland team, Um, I was super excited to see Nick Chubb and obviously Amari Cooper get the ball. Amari Cooper is the first Browns receiver since Josh Gordon in 2013 to have 100 yards and a touchdown in consecutive games. So good to see the Browns have a good receiver there. Um, Deontay Johnson did not look very good and Uh, good win for the Browns.
0: I I defer to RU. I think he looked really well. I think he's Trubitsky's favorite target. Um, I don't think he looked really well from a route standpoint, considering his route tree was a lot of out routes and stuff on the sideline. But he still had a solid 16.8 or 16.6, which I'll take. Um, Nick Chubb's RB is he he's two RB two Saquon's RB one, so Nick Chubb continues to be in lineups, obviously. Um, Najee Harris should be traded in my opinion. Um, Jalen Warren's getting a ton of carries, and when he gets the carries, he's really explosive. That could potentially be when he comes in. Um, the defense doesn't expect him to run it, but he's really explosive. I think he had seven carries for about 35 yards. It's really good. Um, moving into the week one, or not week one, sorry, one o'clock slates. Damian Pierce had the game we wanted to see since the preseason. Um, really solid game, 20 points. I had him in, uh, I think, a 16-man league. Did it really well for that. Uh, Brandon Cooks is concerning, even with the seven targets. The Bears really are not strong at any position. And I think he only caught two passes. Not doing too well. It's hard to keep anybody from Houston in your lineup. Um, they have a very favorable matchup against this week. Who did they play this week? Is it the Giants? No, that's yep. the Bears. Bears play the Giants. They have a very favorable matchup. I, th- Oh, no, it's the Chargers. Not a very favorable matchup. My fault. Um, but tough to play. I mean, if you need a running back, play Damian Pierce. I want to trade for him. I could probably t- potentially trade him away. But I saw he Damian Pierce got involved in the offense more. Rex Burkhead's l- load is officially off. I would not play Rex Burkhead. I released Rex Burkhead knowing he's not going to get the role. Only person I'm starting from the Bears is the running back, um, David Montgomery or Khalil Herbert. Even though Khalil Herbert's seen a really good snap share with David Montgomery in the game. Raiders and Texans or Titans. Mac Hollins needs to be on rosters. Eight targets and ten targets in the past two weeks. Um, even though I think Hunter, Hunter, Renfro, Hunter Renfro didn't play, right? He did not. Sorry, I didn't watch these games. Hunter Renfro um, didn't play, but Hollins still saw the role I'd like to see. Waller had a regression, I expected that. I said that last week, his snap share is terrible. Devontae Adams continues his touchdown streak. Maybe starting to get concerning that people picked him in the first round because he does not look like first round talent right now. Um, I think he regrets not being in Green Bay. And I, I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, Derrick Henry had his bounce back game. He, and He got the passing work I'd like to see. I always thought um, for the past few years, he should be involved in the passing game, right? Very explosive downhill, great running back, and he got involved in the passing game. Five receptions, really good. The offense stepped up. Obviously, the Raiders' defense is not the best, but he got the passing work, which is good. And opportunities opened up on offense because he's on the passing game. Um, tough to start the quarterback, but Robert Woods got nine targets, but he had some big plays. Really mm-hmm. tough to start. I don't know Traylon Burks. I'll let you talk about Traylon Burks in that receiving core.
1: Um, I mean, he almost had a touchdown. He ended up getting down to two, which I was. Excited to see Derrick Henry put one in the end zone there. Um, But I think, like I said last week, Derrick Henry, he's always going to be – he had a slow start, and I think it was a good buy-low, sell-high sort of guy. And, um, I mean, I I was telling everyone last week he's going to have 25-plus. Sure enough, he had 25. So I was really excited to see his his up in production for sure.
0: Yeah. Juju finally got the targets and work we wanted. He got eight targets. Um, How many yards? I think it was 70, 90 yards. Really good. (laughs) Kelsey had a good game, this game despite dropping the touchdown, the Chiefs just all around kind of were sloppy, and honestly I think that's Harrison because Harrison Bucker was not playing in the game, that's why they turned out sloppy. Um, Colts didn't win the game, Chiefs lost this game, if you didn't watch it, the Chiefs, like I just said, completely lost it, and again it was due to Harrison Bucker. Um, Jonathan Taylor is still at his workload from last year, but would really like to see him get in the end zone soon. Um, he had two chances in the end zone, and he did not. I think it was the four-yard line, line, he had a two-yard two carry, and the two-yard line, he had a one-yard carry. And then, obviously, Matt Ryan threw to that one dude who had a big fluke game, just two touchdowns in one day, but congratulations to, to that dude. Uh, Pittman's the only wide receiver I'm really starting from that team. Um, Bills and Dolphins, Josh Allen's Dig Diggs regressed, but obviously I expected to see that. Singletary's the lead back, which is a good thing. Not that much work from James Cook. Um, and could work back in the lineups, potentially. They have a uh they have sorry. Who do they play? That's my fault. Okay, so, uh, they have a decent pretty good matchup against Baltimore. They're gonna be scoring a lot of points. Uh yeah, that's about it. Uh Pittman's the only wide receiver. Oh my god,
1: all over the place. Pittman is probably the only receiver you start from that team. Yeah, and there you go. I mean it's just you can't you can't start at their tight end. I would say the only two guys you start on the Colts are Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman for sure. There we go.
0: Yeah, and I was talking about the Bills. Um, tough to watch anyone from the Dolphins running back room. It's a really coin toss. But both wide receivers are obviously start. Tua has a favorable matchup against the Bills this week if he plays. Depending on what the NFL does with his situation and that concussion, should be a very high scoring game. How you normally see a Thursday night games? A really high scoring game. Defenses are tired. Dolphins are coming off a big game. Bengals are finally coming off a win. This game is in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's hot. They're hungry. T. Higgins, I expect to have a really, really, really good game. I'm Honestly, I think he drops 40-plus points. I think he falls. And if he doesn't fall, I'll take my loss. But I think T. Higgins has a tremendous week. And he really did have a good game last week. When he's playing, he didn't play the first game. He had seven targets, and he had ten targets last week, and he didn't catch a ball in the second half, which is crazy because they were up by so much. I think the Bengals might win this game by two touchdowns on Thursday. I think I think they could. I think the Dolphins would be tired. Lions and Vikings. Jamal Williams' workload is not concerning. Yet, but apparently I saw something today that Swift is now out for two weeks and he'll come back after the bye week. Their bye week's week six. So Jamal Williams is my must-trade-for player and must-start player in every single league, every single format. Jamal Williams should be in your lineup. And it's concerning for DeAndre Swift because he got 20 points taken from him due to Jamal Williams playing. Among Us had the regression game, but he got hurt, so I'll give him a bye. But he still did really well. Hawkinson finally got in the end zone, but I still find it really tough to start TJ Hawkinson.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say it's hard to, hard to start Hawkinson. I was saying last week he only had like a 30% catch rate for the targets he had last week. And I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm on Ross St. Brown. He almost got in the end zone really early, and I think that's sort of where you see the point discrepancy because he didn't get in the end zone as much as he did in previous weeks. I would almost say it's not much of an, an Am- ross St Brown issue. It's more of a Jared Goff issue. Excuse me. They just weren't they weren't clicking as much, and I think I think you'll be fine if you're ross St Brown. If if you have him on your team, I think you're just it's one of those weeks, you know. It, it was a really it was a really
0: good bench week. It was a really really good bench sure. week. Josh Reynolds did well. I have him potentially as a waiver wire pickup. Is it time to label Dalvin Cook as a bust? Could be. Really could be. I, I, I think I said no. He got hurt, but not allowed to take allowed to take Madison to take his touchdown. Vikings Vikings are hoping that he can play through this injury with a brace around his shoulder. He's been dealing with this injury throughout his career and it caused him to miss week thirteen of last year. This is really concerning. I think his I think you trade him now. Yeah. It's just tough. It's tough. And if he's out, you got to start Madison because Madison averages 20-plus points when Dalvin Cook is not playing. And honestly, I think Madison is better than Cook right now because Madison was on the trade block early in the year, and they uh, ended up keeping him, and I think it's a really smart move by their GM. Thielen is still really hard to start for me. He really touchdown dependent. To he had that one touchdown that helped him out. Uh, I heard someone, I think it was Casey in our league, said, I'm going to start Ab Thielen this week. He carried me last week. No, he didn't. Adam Thielen doesn't carry your team. Adam Thielen probably carried your team four years ago when he had nine a nine-touchdown nine touchdown straight streak. Adam does not. He also played a kid who dropped 75 points. Whit Ramsey's team is absolutely terrible. I hope he hope he listens to this. But our team's starting to figure out. Justin Jefferson?
1: He, yeah. Or is Jeff Okuda just that good? I think Jeff Okuda. I think it's a mixture of both. I, I think Jeff Okuda, he had a rough start to his uh, NFL career. He was a really highly-touted prospect out of Ohio State. And I think he just... He didn't have a great rookie year, and I think he really found his groove. I think we'll see this next coming week with who he plays. And I think that people are starting to figure out Justin Jefferson. I think, more importantly, they're starting to figure out Kirk Cousins.
0: Yeah, even though the Vikings did end up scoring in that game, K.J. Osborne had his random game where he does really well and good for him, right? Lamar. Yeah, Really. He's the MVP right now. He'll most likely finish as the QB one, depending on how Jalen Hurts does. Mark Andrews could potentially repeat as the tight end one again. Bateman's really tough to stop. He's always deep. He was open on that one play, but he—I think Omar overthrew him. Overthrew him, yeah. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins is about to be back and will explode, but I will not start him right now. Saw forty percent snap share, and that can only go up. If Mac Jones is out, I'm not starting a single player on the Patriots, and here's why. If Mac Jones can't pass the ball, how are they going to get the run game going? Their backup quarterback's not going to do well. Even though they have Bill Belichick, they're not going to do well. He's potentially out six to eight weeks right now. They're looking at a second option to try to keep him in. And right now, I think at minimum he sees four weeks. So that puts the Packers as my defense number one for the week.
1: Yep. Bengals.
0: Bengals had their bounce back week, but against the Jets, Sauce Gardner he did really well against uh, Jamar Chase, but that ended up having Tyler Boyd had his week. So did T. Higgins. T- Tiggins, or Like I said earlier in the week, Higgins had no work in the second half, but when, I would um, not not give up on that. I would also not give up on Joe Mixon yet, even though P. Ryan got a, work, a lot of work. Uh, Mixon seems very frustrated on the sideline. Um, I don't really know why. I think he's injured right now, but if Mixon's in the go, you got to play P. Ryan. Hmm. And I still think uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are the wide receivers to start, but Tyler Boyd is still very, very risky for me. Heading over to the Jets side of the ball, I believe Brees Hall is the starting back um, for the rest of the year. He got, I think it was seven targets. He had five seven, catches. Yep. That's a lot more than Michael Carter. Um, no, eleven to two. My fault. Eleven yep. targets compared to Michael Carter's two. Garrett Wilson is starting. Um, I don't think he, um, he's a league winner. Um, if his red zone targets continue, they'll be down a lot. They'll be throwing the ball. But right now, Drake London is my y, rookie wide receiver number one. Eagles and Commanders. Devontae Smith is back, and I'm starting Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, and Hurts. Um, still see Miles Sanders as a flex to me. Devontae Smith had a really good game for the past two weeks. A.J. Brown stays consistent. Carson Wentz will bounce back, I believe. Big 2nd half time player They're a big 2nd half team, Antonio Gibson can still be in lineups for now, but Brian Robinson was seen taking routes and looked good, so moving Gibson right now on the trade block would be a good move. Curtis Samuel is the wide receiver one in Washington, and here's why. Curtis Samuel gets the rush, he's next Debo Samuel, and he's playing better than Debo Samuel. Curtis Samuel got 4 carries, granted he did not do too much with them, but he saw 10 targets for 7 receptions and 48 yards. Terry McCorrin always gets that one play where he's that 40-yard bomb, and everyone's like, oh, my God, Terry McCorrin's a good receiver. But he's really, really, really risky for me. I can't start Terry McCorn. I would try to move him because Curtis Samuel is the wide receiver one in that offense. His projection per points keeps going up every week. And since they're going to be down every single week, they're going to have to be throwing the ball. And Curtis Samuel is always open because Terry McCorn guarded by a cornerback one. And that cornerback one is Trayvon Diggs. And no, Trayvon Diggs is not getting toasted. He's done really well, did really well last night. And I think Curtis Samuels, the wide receiver,
1: one in that Washington offense. Terry McLaurin wins you NFL games. He is not winning you fantasy football games. As an Ohio State fan, I watched him for four years. He will very win great, you games. Very great. He will win you games. He will not win you fantasy games. I love that. I love, that's really good.
0: Um, Chris Olave should be in the lineup because they always will be down. Michael Thomas is very risky to me. And then for the Saints, and you have to play Kamara because the running back position is so thin. I would try to move Kamara right now due to his rib injury. I think it's going to get even worse. And their offense is not good. Jameis Winston is not good at all. That team is not good at all. (laughs) They're just not a good team. Even coming from a Falcons fan, they're still not a good team. CMC is healthy, but he's not playing the role I would like. And again, I think this is Baker Mayfield's problem. I think Baker Mayfield is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Baker doesn't like the checkdowns because he wants to chuck the ball up deep. And then before his Levisia Chenault touchdown, he was 9 for 20. Which means DJ Moore should not be in your lineup at all. He might not even, should even be on your bench. He should be traded. He should be gone. Get him out of there right now. CMC is still the running back 10 without even getting the checkdowns and all those receptions, which is crazy to me but I'm still not
1: starting anyone else besides CMC in that offense. Even if CMC is the 10th running back rated right now, I don't see him getting up past six. I think if the receptions aren't coming now, they're not going to come later. As a Browns fan you saw, or I saw last year, we had Kareem Hunt, we had Nick Chope, we had guys that could catch it out of the backfield, and we would do it maybe two, three times a game, but it was never consistent. And the Browns were always talked about having so many like weapons at tight end and receiver, and like they had OBJ, and they had all these running backs. No matter how many weapons you give Baker Mayfield, no matter how good your offensive line is, there will still be something that you'll, that you'll struggle in. So I think CMC, he could be someone that you just just ride out with, but I don't see him climbing in the, receiver, in the running back rankings.
0: Yeah, Justin Herbert will recover. No need to react. That's a tough game to win. Their stadium was absolutely empty, which is crazy. Um, Austin Eckler is... Re- it's crazy. It is crazy. He had eight receptions for 48 yards and he had 13 points because he has four carries for five rushing yards. And I'm still not hitting the panic button because Corey Lindsey and Rashawn Slater are out. I cannot hit the panic button on Austin Eckler yet, and he's still the RB13. Um, when Keenan Allen's back, the offense will improve. Pa- Joshua Palmer had a great game, but I really don't, not concerned about that. Uh, Mike Williams, you know, had his boomer bust game, and that was his bus game. Still scored a touchdown on six targets. He only had one reception, which was pitiful. Jacksonville looked really, really good. Trevor Lawrence is a top-12 quarterback in fantasy going forward. They play the Eagles this week. They should be down. They'll be passing the ball a lot. I did a lot of work on the J- Jacksonville running back room. James Robinson had that touchdown, and he really was out the rest of the game. That could potentially be because he was down so much. I remember earlier in the season, people saying Travis Etienne was more explosive than James Robinson, but James Robinson looks more explosive than Travis Etienne does. James Robinson saw 17 carries compared to Travis Etienne's 13 carries even though he granted he had one play for 50 yards and one play for 20 yards which counted for a lot but you know what? he's getting the goal line work and you got to keep him in he's doing really well zay jones is doing really well he should be in your he shouldn't be in your life he should be on your team christian kirk should be in your lineup. christian kirk looked really good mm-hmm. um for a team up 38 to 10 passing the ball 40 times is a lot yeah so they got a lot of volume there a lot of volume everyone going around evan ingram not doing too hot Titans are so slim yeah. Um, Rams and Cardinals, I'm going to breeze through this game. Cooper Cup had a below-average game for Cooper Cup, but he still scoring, still stays scoring touchdowns. I really can't start uh, Stafford right now. Tyler Higbee is a start. Cam Akers looks like the running back to play moving forward, starting to get that role. i like to see James Connor could be the next Kenyon Drake. I do not like James Connor's role in that offense. I don't like that offensive line. I hate watching... Cardinals players in fantasy football. Marquise Brown though is a must-start until DeAndre Hopkins back. They are just feeding him the whole time, and Kyler Murray should still be in your lives because the offense evolves around Kyler Murray. Packers and Tampa Bay, both running backs are start, but it's very difficult to know when they will do well. Aaron Jones had a touchdown, but he got rocked before the tu- before he got in by Vita Vea. And my question is: Romeo Dubs, the favorite receiver in Green Bay. It's a great question. It's a really good question because I think that's a question that's been asked for since Devontae Adams got traded. And my answer is
1: no. I do not. I yeah. I, I agree I with you I think it's on
0: Lazard, that. but I think it's almost like a running back committee. It's
1: a wide receiver committee. That that receiver room, it'll never be consistent. It's always gonna be fluctuating. Some some weeks gonna be Lazard when Christian Watson gets back. Maybe it'll be him for a week. Maybe it'll be Romeo Dobbs. Like. It's gonna fluctuate the whole week. That's just how Aaron Rodgers runs. When there isn't a guy that's immediately up top that's taking all the um, all the targets, it's just gonna be a committee. You're right. Yeah, a running back committee.
0: Still a very good team though. I'm not hitting the panic button on Brady. He had no receivers. I'm still not starting Chris Godwin right now until he gets the roll out leg. But I'm starting Leonard Fournette again just because the running back room is so 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 slim. Evans will be back. Hopefully it'll be a Sunday night football shootout in Tampa Bay. Hopefully Tampa Bay is going to do okay with this hurricane. But if they end up playing in a neutral site, that could potentially be bad for both teams. San Francisco and Denver. I'm trading Devo Samuel now. I don't like his role. I don't like this offense. I don't like Jimmy G's grit. I don't like his fight. I don't like how this team scored. Kyle Shanahan, honestly, could potentially move to the hot seat, but this team is so good. Trent Williams is out. It's tough to start Jeff Wilson. I have him as an RB2 or a flex from now, and obviously you definitely got to play George Kittle at tight end because the tight end position is so slim. This is my last week of starting Russell Wilson, and if he does not score over 20 points, I'm done with Russell Wilson. He's playing against Las Vegas, who's the 32-ranked fantasy defense. I have not looked at the passing stats, but I just know they are terrible. They made Ryan Tannehill look like he should keep his job. Mm-hmm. This Vegas team is terrible. This is why I didn't pick Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon got three less carries than Javante Williams, and he got the goal line work, which is not what I like, considering he fumbles all the time. Fantasy owners, right now I'm only starting and Sutton. I'm not starting Jerry Judy at all. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Football game, last game of the week. I didn't watch it that much, but I really liked what I watched from the highlights. Both running backs tore up their defenses. Noah Brown did not have the sneaky game I would have liked him to have, but CeeDee Lamb is starting to get the second round wide receiver role. He should be getting. Sterling Shepard tore his ACL today. I feel really bad for him. I don't think the turf was a problem, but those guys know a lot better than I do. But the only guy I'm starting on the Giants offense is RB1 season Saquon Barkley.
1: Yep.
0: Heading over to defenses. I was looking at the defenses this week, and it was really tough to find a good defense I really liked besides the Packers to pick up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's,
1: it's Nothing worked. It's not slim pickings this week. It's very for sure. slim pickings this week, and... The matchups Wait. are very even. I would, I will say, this is one of the weeks where if you, if you even look at the spreads or the predictions on ESPN, FBI, they're all very, they're all very slim.
0: Yeah. Before we start, this is my fault. I forgot the Falcons Seahawks game. Falcons are a very good fantasy football team all around. Considering they'll be down a lot because of their defense. I'm potentially starting Marcus Mariota if you need to. I saw his projection went up, but again, projections don't matter. Playing against Cleveland, they it should be a pretty good game. I believe. Be in the dome, be indoors. it be a really good environment. I'm hoping it's pretty packed there. Drake London is a must start, and Kyle Pitts is back. Kyle Pitts saw the role Drake London saw where they just give him the ball and, hell, just go block for him. Everyone get out of the way and just let Kyle Pitts be Kyle Pitts. Had a really good catch uh, before halftime to set up a really good drive. Marcus Mariota's got a rushing t- touchdown in two out of three games. If you need him, from the Seahawks' side of the ball, it is really tough to start anyone unless you need a receiver. I'm not starting Rashad Penny. But Geno Smith is not the answer. We've seen that. He's not the answer.
1: Oh, and he, I don't know if he was supposed to be anyway. I think he was just – he was supposed to be the filling guy, but he hasn't even came up to his role as the filling guy.
0: Yeah, he hasn't. All right, defenses, like we said a minute ago, very slim pickings this week. I did some research. I died in. It's going to be tough, but I got Pittsburgh, who's available in 29% of the league's – they are playing the Jets. I got the Packers available in 22% of the leagues. They are playing the Patriots without Mac Jones. Rams are available in 49% of the leagues. They are playing the 49ers. Giants are available in 91% of the leagues. They play the Chicago Bears. Arizona is available in 98% of the leagues. They are play. Oh, who are they playing? How do I not know this? They are playing the Panthers. Denver is available in 72% of leagues. They are playing the Las Vegas Raiders, who are the worst team in football, ranked 30 in Power Rankings by NFL Power Rankings. Waiver wire pick of the week. Richie James for the Giants, Romeo Dubs for the Packers, Mac Collins for the Raiders, Tyler Conklin tight end 3 for the Jets. He's bring tight end 3 in fantasy. Josh Reynolds for the Lions is someone to consider if among uh St. Brown is out, Cleo Herbert must start if Devo- David Montgomery is on that lineup for the Chicago Bears. Jared Goff, we're going quarterbacks. Jared Goff for the Lions. Marcus Mariota for the Falcons. Trevor Warren's QB12, 12, top 12 season for the Jaguars. Hayden Hurst for the Bengals. I am Bach. I would thank Beck for coming out today. Really good episode. I appreciate you all for listening. We are officially on the charts, top 150. I thank you all for listening so much. It means a lot. And you know what? Good luck this week, week four. It should be an exciting one. Hopefully I'm going to the Falcons game, but it will be a good one. I thank Beck for coming out. And remember, if you haven't, drop a follow on Instagram at Talk. Thank you back for coming out, and thank you for listening. We will see you
1: next Thanks for day. tuning in. See you next time.